0: We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup.
1: to brotherly pod is monday february 22nd 2021 here and we're gonna talk about that uh lake tahoe game which is better left to the bowels of history whatever the fuck the saying is um katie is here the the now freelancer katie how you doing
2: Hello, I'm good. How are you?
1: <laughs> good. You're just popping up all over the place lately since you're without a home at the moment. But we'll figure thi- we'll figure I'm that th- out. I'm a free already. agent. So. Free agent. Yeah, we're <laughs> testing him out. And uh, from brotherlypuck. Noah Kaplan is joining us. Noah, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Dan.
1: I think this is the first time you've ever been on a show where I've been sober.
0: <laughs> I think so. So now too. I can
1: judge you appropriately based on your actions tonight. So don't suck, okay?
0: Oh no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just don't be as bad as the Flyers were last night in that uh, that their Lake Tahoe game seven to three, the final score. Now eight four and three on the season. So that their eight two and two, be happy bullshit floor. is falling off the cliff real quick. Not looking so great uh, anymore. But uh, yeah, I. I That was a very beautiful game of hockey. That backdrop of the lake, the mountains, incredible. If anybody has been under a rock or you weren't on social media, didn't watch the game, didn't see it, like, it was beautiful, y'all. Beautiful! But, uh, then the Flyers went out there and and took a mean shit on the ice. And, uh, that was the end of that. It was just... Now, this loss, for whatever reason, broke Flyers' Twitter. That has been a goddamn (laughs) war zone today, if you have been, uh been around and i don't particularly understand why yeah they lost pretty fucking bad to the bruins for the fifth time this year okay. but they're also missing six of their regulars Giroux, konechny voracek braun Lindblum, Uh and the other guy they're, they're all missing right now And uh, I don't know. I mean, I more or less expected to lose, but were either of you as angry at this game as uh, the the rest of the Twitter universe was?
0: I I, I feel like it's just like that old mom saying, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I...
2: Yeah, I I, I, I can't.
0: I didn't understand the criticism of – I mean, Hart didn't play a a good game, but I don't understand the whole we-need-to-get-rid-of-Hart-now talks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I kind of have the same view of it. Like, I didn't expect them to win, mainly because whenever the Flyers play on national television, they always find ways to lose in the most embarrassing fashion possible. And uh, <laughs> this game was no different except that it was uh, aesthetically pleasing <laughs> to watch at Lake Tahoe. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, Hart had a bad game. I don't know what the sight lines were like because they weren't able to practice out there. And I think he might have had the sun in his eyes for at least the first period um, before the, the sun started setting. But yeah, they're missing half their top six.
1: I believe A. V said that they were going to pull him after the fourth goal, but there was only like a couple minutes left in the period, so they didn't want to put Elliot out there cold with, you know, two minutes left of the period after sitting on the bench in 40-degree weather for, you know, 40 minutes at that point. So that makes I, sense. Um,
0: also the penalty was a big reason why he did yeah. He didn't want him to go out cold with a two-minute penalty.
1: Andreoff cross-checked the dude in the face after the goal like an asshole.
0: Smart move. Smart move. <laughs> Galaxy brain move right there.
1: That line, by the way. The Andreoff centering Sam Moran and Mark Friedman. What the fuck? <laughs> like, why Why was David Kasha scratched in favor of Friedman? Has that ever been explained or was that just one of AV's big brain moments there?
0: I just think it happened and we just kind of let it happen.
1: Yeah. I thought he looked good during the Rangers game. Uh, Shushko played five minutes during that Rangers game. So, like, you're thinking, okay, I, I believe Kasha played 10 or 11. Oh, and then he was uh, returned to the Phantoms as well. And Shushko's still up. So, for whatever reason, they've got a little vendetta against David Kasha. Um, which, uh, I don't know. It just seems odd that they're doing that. Shushko played 13-12 last night. So, they did get... Uh, Sam Moran led the, f- uh, not well, led, he was, I believe he was fifth in forwards ice time through the first period. He was sixth in forwards ice time after the second period, and it looks like he's dead last as the game wrapped up. So he did not play much in the third period, but they rode that line, uh, pretty hard there for a while. The Friedman, uh, Andrew F. Moran line. For whatever reason, uh, I don't know. I get you're shorthanded right now, but I feel like you're willingly shorthandering yourself further and that's English. Don't give me the fucking squinty eyes. When, uh when you voluntarily roll your two defensemen on the wing,
2: yeah, I mean, especially with Jean Koutouyé being back in the lineup, like I, I could not tell you why he decided to run ride that line as much as he did in the first period.
0: Yeah, it was it was weird. Like you, you had a line of. Farabee, JVR and Gatori and you would think that like you would try and keep them out there as much as possible and I just couldn't understand why I saw 3 10 and 55 almost as much as that line had seemed
1: Guterrier played 16 uh, 1649 JVR 1517 and 17 1719 I think Farabee led all forwards a nice time other than Kevin Hayes it looks like Hayes was a uh, 1943 so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I get wanting to play Sam Ryan as much as possible. I understand where he's coming from on this one. But, uh I don't know. That just seems, uh, seems a bit odd. Defense is the defense. Eric Gustafson didn't do anything that totally enraged me, which is unusual. And everybody else just looks fine, but they're a hot mess. This is a hot mess of a team. I believe it looks like... Giroux and Braun have been removed from the COVID list. I don't know if there's been ever anything official, but it, their names are back on the regular rosters. So I think that's a thing. They have a couple games. I don't think they play till Wednesday, which seems odd. They <laughs> they just missed what three or four games with COVID, and now they only play <clears throat> four games in ten days. So why they couldn't make anything up in this uh, this whole week here? Who knows? But uh, yeah. It's not a fun game, but is any Flyers game fun anymore? Probably just a
2: precaution in case anybody else got COVID.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's a weird, okay. Not
2: when they look like this, no. No. I don't understand, like, what's happening with them. Like, there's just no, like, rhyme or reason for it. They're just, like, not generating enough offense you know, Hart, who they're supposed to be relying on, has looked very poor to start the year. But, like, I, I don't know, like, what they do from here. They've tried benching their players. You know, they've pulled Hart X amount of times. Like, what do you do? What do you do to fix this problem?
0: I, I just don't – I don't understand. I've seen a couple tweets about – them still being a contender and i just i don't see it i haven't really seen it at all this this uh this season besides the fact that they somehow won eight like what was it eight games i i just i can't understand it
1: they won eight games against all odds like those (laughs) games should not have been won at all, let alone a vast majority of them. Like, it was one of those things where, uh, I mentioned it earlier, like, oh, they're 8-2-2, two and two, everybody! Be happy! Like, I heard that all season long leading up to this. And it's like, are you watching these fuckers actually play? Because it is pretty ugly, right? It was just a matter of time before I kind of caught up to them. And I just feel like it's catching up to them. And, and they're shorthanded. And hopefully by Wednesday, everybody's back. And if it's not Wednesday, then by Saturday against Buffalo. I, I would assume everybody's back at that point. Um... So that'll be good. They'll get their reinforcements. But even with the whole team back, I'm not jumping for joy. (laughs) There's still just a bunch of dudes at the end of the day. So, yeah, something's got to change here. And if you've been on the hellscape known as Flyers Twitter, the trade rumors are starting to fly. We're quickly approaching the trade deadline. I believe that's in early April. Um, And all kinds of names are coming through. You know, Jack Eichel's coming to the Flyers and... Uh, I got I got a steamy hot take coming out tomorrow in Bradley Puck. I'll leave that one a secret for now, oh, but you're gonna oh want to read that.
0: Uh,
1: it's trust me, it, it'll melt your phone screens. Is that goddamn hot?
0: Are we getting off. McDavid?
1: Not quite, but close. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it's just then uh, then the trade returns. Everybody wants to give up Nolan Patrick and you know David Kasha for Jack Eichel, you know, because that totally makes sense. These aren't even NHL 21 trades anymore. These are just stupid.
0: <laughs> I mean, Patrick and Jack Eichel are both former number two picks. That that equals outright. Plus, they're getting Kasha. So, like, In that numbers case, out there.
2: Get Tim Hagen Adams on the phone now. Hagan a third. Hagen a third.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the, I don't know. That's a pretty big wish list they're going to have this year at the trade deadline. They need two top defensemen they need at least one legitimate score, but three may help, just to be safe. And some legitimate depth players. And, you know, maybe a new goalie. So, so basically, I, they need an entire
2: new roster, is what you're saying.
1: Yes! That's what I'm saying. So we need we, a team. <laughs> is there any way they can give their entire roster to, to Seattle and the Flyers can get the expansion draft? Because whatever group of idiots they pick up in that expansion draft will no doubt be better than the Flyers' roster. Get Seattle on the phone now. Who the fuck's in charge of that? Ron <laughs> Francis?
2: We just we just swap our rosters with Vegas. Who says no? Oh yes,
1: we can do that too. Those
0: Vegas b- says no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Those> <laughs>
1: bastards aren't even in the expansion bro.
2: <sighs> that blows my mind. Dumb. I mean, t-
0: they also don't get the uh, they don't get the money from the expansion though. Like I don't I don't know how much it is each team gets but like like all the thir- like the 30 teams excluding uh Vegas get like this huge sum of money from like the what 650 million dollars Seattle paid to join the league like some of that gets spread throughout and uh they don't get it and Vegas doesn't get any of that money.
2: Good on. I mean it's all going to Arizona anyway so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stupid Arizona the gets float.
2: a 90%. <laughs> Arizona and Ottawa. Everyone else gets nothing. Arizona
0: no, Arizona's a much bigger it, like pit. It, it's just the it's just the tire fire from the Simpsons times a billion. <laughs> it just seems like everything that could go wrong will go wrong. And it's just a comedy of errors at this point.
1: Talk about some of the stats to the first game. They were outshot again. I believe they've been outshot in 13 of their 15 games, uh, 35 to 19 last night. Which is funny because I believe they were leading for about half that game in shots, and then once the uh, Bruins took over, that was the end of that. And uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think we were up six to four in shots after the first period, or something like
1: that. That may have been the first time they led in shots at all since. Uh, Let's go back here. When are we? I think we had the
0: first shot in our first game and then we never <laughs> never let in shots again.
1: Looks like the last I time remember the seeing that on my TV that they were was the last Bruins game, 24 to 23. Wow. Beyond that, it was the I remember first my game, TV. <laughs> 31 to 26. It's been a long time, so two games they've uh, outshot their opponents. Not
2: great. <laughs> I could not believe it when I saw it on TV. I like was looking at it and they were having they had the stat up on the screen like right underneath the team's names and I said, "No way! There's got to be a joke."
1: Like <laughs> they got it wrong. It's backwards. That
2: can't that can't be true.
0: My dad texted me. He's like, "We're leading in shots." I'm like, "I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> it's like when I got that ni- I got a ninety-four on a math test and I was like, "The numbers right there. Is it not supposed to be a 49? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I ask myself that same question quite a bit uh throughout the years. But uh, they did score a power play goal, which is relatively newsworthy these days. Uh they were 0 for 9 before last night. They were 2 for 23 uh since January 28th against the Devils and they were just 9 for 46 on the season. So there were one for three last night. I believe that was a JVR tip-in, relatively non-consequential. They were already completely buried by the time that goal took place. But, uh, yeah, JVR just continues to pad his stats. One goal, two assists last night. Wow, look at that. That piece of yeah, shit still
2: doing work. He scored his 500th point in that game. Yeah. I don't know if it was the goal or the assist, but it was, it was the, one of those.
0: I think, I think it was the assist on fairby's goal. Yes, I believe so.
1: 502 points and 756 games for jvr
0: oh. that's hall of fame numbers baby oh yeah <laughs> <sighs> i find it i find it funny how jvr is has the most outdoor games played between two teams and then the next four are all Black chicago blackhawks yeah. <laughs> They really do. People really do have a an argument when they say the Blackhawks are in almost every outdoor game.
1: That'll end pretty soon. Nobody's gonna to want to watch them for the next ten years now. So yeah, they'll be out. The range will be the range will be. Their out
2: original six. They'll still get in.
1: Oh yeah, they'll still get chances. They'll have a Winter Classic every now and again.
0: In a couple of years, it'll be their um, it'll be their hundredth season. So I'm sure they'll be like, oh. Come back, come back outside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the uh, Lake Tahoe game. I'm glad that we got to witness it, especially as Flyers fans. I don't think it's going to happen ever again batman pretty much said as much yesterday before the game he did some speech and he's like yeah this is great and all and we made it work but through the circumstances but there's no fans here so we're not making money (laughs) so we're not doing this again so even Uh if they do do more games in scenic places like lake tahoe they're gonna be fans which means that they'll either do it in some, you know, a sporting venue nearby, or they'll put it on the lake like that, but they'll be bleachers surrounding the whole fucking thing and there'll be no sight lines and it won't be any fun, right? So once in a lifetime, I think, through this Lake Tahoe thing. So I'm glad I got to enjoy it, especially the views, not the game, fuck the game. But uh, it, was, well, it was fun for the first period before shit went sideways and the sun went down. The last uh, going there, the drone shots before the game because the zamboni broke it or the fuck they said, so that was nice.
0: Did you see uh, Belmar's comments when uh, he was talking about the uh, the outdoor game about, about like a month ago? He thought they were actually playing on Lake Tahoe, and um, I don't know who it was, but his he's not adjacent like, to it. <laughs> uh, he was like, uh, "We're like they're building a rink on the 18th hole." He's like. Wait, we're not playing on the lake. He's like, "Oh man, he looked so upset." I was like, "Oh man, I feel bad for him."
2: <laughs> I did see that. That was hilarious. I miss, I miss Belmar. He was too good. But uh, yeah, Dan, I, I kind of have the same thoughts as you. I don't, I don't think we'll ever see it again, um, if not because a) there won't be any fans there unless like they do some weird thing. Uh, where they like build bleachers, like you said, but also like the ice was just so bad. It was so bad, especially for the Colorado game.
1: Oh, It looked um, like it was wet cement in that first game. Oh, it was like yeah. an inch. Yeah. It, was like, it was like all the it roads was... around here these days, just an inch of slush that they had to go through. And it's like, how is anybody not torn their knees was... apart?
0: All the, all the wraps were falling. I was like, damn, like that's just, it, it's not safe for the players. So Someone, like, someone's going to tear an ACL, ref's going like, to like fall and head first into the boards and be knocked unconscious. And
1: that was my biggest worry of the game story. last night. The first time Sam ran his ACL was in the AHL outdoor game. So I was like, Oh boy, if that ice is anything less than immaculate, that fucker's going to go out there and tear his ACL for a third time.
0: <laughs> the big boys down. <laughs>
1: But uh, he made it through. I didn't put He'd that on Twitter last night, like, so I didn't I'm want to speak into that. existence. Surprise
0: <laughs> St. So uh, and then decided to come back. Like, uh-uh, <laughs> outdoor games? I'm going to stay in
2: Philly. Yeah, you know what? Just, I'll, I'll sit on the bench. Like, you like David Kasha he's play. He's just like, you know, I'm not feeling it.
1: Definitely some uh, PTSD there. But... Yeah, what a game. Let's talk about some guy that's clogging up the Flyers' center line by the name of Nolan Patrick. Took about a bit of chop for much of the past few years, but now we got to uh, now we got to deal with him back on the fucking Philadelphia Flyers roster. This guy is just invisible. He's just he's the definition of a dude. He is pointless in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight games. He's a minus four, five, six, seven in that time. He hasn't scored a goal since the Devils game on January twenty sixth. Has not recorded an assist since the Boston game on January twenty first. Just just invisible. Two goals, five points on the air in 15 games. He's just a depth center at this point, which is relatively disappointing. The no-pat revenge tour everybody was talking about. It's like a fucking kiss came back for the hundredth time. There's just five people Prize. in the stands. Yay! <laughs> Who cares? What the fuck is going on? Why does this guy suck so bad? What happened?
0: I I've been kind of like just giving him a bit and it gets harder and harder to you know kind of justify it i've been i'm i'm a big fan of nolan patrick um ever since we took him second overall um i mean as hopefully every flyers fan feels the same about me when i say, i hope that he can get his shit together and you know maybe not prove like be like that second second best player in his draft but like still be relatively high up there um i mean i we don't know exactly what's going through his head i i've been trying to you know tamper my expectations of nolan patrick and oscar limblom for this season just because of how long they were out especially nolan patrick and i mean i'm i've still been a bit disappointed with them um Looked great those first few games back. He looked like he looked like he was out there, like up on every play, always around the puck, and then it just kind of stopped.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm trying to limit my expectations. Yeah. For, or for Patrick Lindblom both, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're still working through their you know respective shit to come back. Um. But yeah, I don't I don't know what you do about Nolan Patrick at this point. He just kind of exists. He he's closer to Michael Roffle at this point than he is Claude Giroux, and I don't know. That's I, I I was never overly impressed with the kid, even dating back to his first couple of years. You know, he he his first two seasons were relatively identical. He came in, got hurt early, came back, worked his way slowly but surely, came back, and by the end of the season, he looked good enough. There was enough potential there where you could say, all right, let's try again next year, right? And then, uh, you know, the migraines hit. He's been out for about two calendar years and came back. And now, you know, he looked good in his first couple games against the Penguins, but so did everybody. This was the last time the Flyers looked good in general. But uh, I don't know. He's just just not been – he's been just a complete non-factor right now, which just – you want to see more from the guy. You want to see some kind of sign that he's trying to work back into it, but right now it's just non-existent.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure like what exactly you can do about him. I mean, obviously, like going into the season because he was coming back from migraines, everybody was kind of jumping on him saying, "Oh, he's just gonna be so good." And I, even though I do I do love Nolan Patrick, and I uh, was saying that it was his revenge tour. Uh, you know, we did we did have to pump the brakes a little bit. So even though yes, he has been disappointing since the the start of the season after he got off to that quick start um you know there's definitely still time for him to turn it around I think it's just more magnified especially in a season like this where it's shortened significantly so eight games is a much larger chunk of the season than normally so I think we also have to keep that in perspective as well
0: yeah I mean and plus like the status of being a former second overall pick like you have like all these guys. Like I remember when Clark McArthur Clark MacArthur came back like during the during the Sens run in twenty seventeen, and everyone's like, "Oh, great story!" It's like I didn't even know he was out. I didn't even know Stephen Johns was out when uh, until he was nominated for um, for like the Masterton Award. Like the fact that the fact that, like you just don't really see like these huge names being out for that long. Like. I think probably one of the bigger names that was out relatively long was, um, I mean, probably, like, Lemieux when he was out with uh, cancer. And, you know, I mean, it was much more like Limblom where he was out for, like, not even a full season, but, like, a majority of it.
1: I would assume he falls back down the lineup when everybody gets banged. Which doesn't help his own case there as far as trying to, you know, build, you know, uh, the, the building blocks to come back when you're playing on the fourth line center. But he's not exactly giving you much reason to bump him up in the lineup either. You know, he was with, uh, who did he start the season with? Farabee and JVR? I believe.
0: I thought it was Something G- like I- that.
1: He had his fair chance early on is what I'm, the the point I'm trying to get at here, you know, to, to succeed, and, and he just kind of got pushed to the wayside there. So he'll be an interesting person to keep an eye on here as the season keeps forward, see if he can gain some kind of momentum and try and, you know, earn a spot here. But I don't know. I don't know what you do with the guy at this point.
2: He is still very young, though. I think he's only, like, 22. Yes. So, Nolan Patrick still has room to improve. Like, this isn't what Nolan Patrick is going to be forever. If if he's still like this and maybe, like, th- three, four years down the line, okay, yes. Then then we can kind of conclude that he's just a depth guy and that's it.
0: <laughs> One guy. Gotta... It is
2: it is disappointing, especially compared to, like, what people in his, his draft class are doing. And, of course, like, you can't help but compare it him to those guys, you know, like Nico, Heisher sure just got named captain of the devils. You know, Cal McCarr is one of the best young defensemen in the NHL. And, you know, Elias Petterson is tearing it up over in Vancouver. Like there's time. Don't panic yet.
0: I mean, like you kind of look at like, like she was saying, like Katie was saying, the, uh, the 2017 class, which anyone who's been following my works for brother Lee puck knows that I've been doing these redrafts and, Little spoiler, I I don't continue to take Nolan Patrick second overall, but I'll keep the I'll keep my selection a secret. But um, what a cheap yeah, plug. Like It's <laughs> shameless. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it it's really hard to compare him. But like one guy from twenty seventeen draft that I always connect with Nolan Patrick is Morgan Frost.
1: I another my, overrated piece of shit. I I just. I I
0: kind of link those two together because it feels like as if one will make one will stay with the Flyers and one won't, and it's just kind of a. I, obviously, you want the second overall pick to be the guy to stay here instead of Morgan Frost's twenty seventh, I believe. You would you would hope that the second overall guy is going to have a bigger impact than the twenty seventh, but um, but yeah, it just seems like um. You gotta get rid of one of them. It it just—it's really hard to keep them both, especially when you have—you have a guy like Couture, which you hope to have long term, um, at least for like a while, and then you have Kevin Hayes, who's locked up on a like five more years after
1: this year. So, it's remember at the beginning of the year. When we found out Nolan Patrick is coming back and Morgan Frost has all this hype. And oh boy, who's going to earn the 3C role? They're both great. It's going to be great. Everything's great. And then Nolan Patrick plays like shit. And Morgan Frost dislocates his arm and he's out for the rest of the year. Great. Now we're back to square one.
0: bad for Morgan Frost. He gets his shot and in like his second game he gets injured. And now he's out for the rest of the season.
1: No, they're right back where they started from. We'll have the same conversation next year too. Who's going to play 3C? Is it going to be Frost or Patrick?
0: And Lawton's not even – Lawton, in my eyes, isn't even close to that conversation at all. Lawton's yeah. been a huge disappointment this season. He he looked so great last year. He's all
1: over the board right now. Some games he, he goes out there yeah, and gets hat cold. tricks and overtime goals and looking like a fucking offensive dynamo. Then other times he's out there, doesn't know what fucking foot he's on. And he's like, dude, he's turning the puck over left and right, which was something he did a lot during the playoffs as well. He was shit during the playoffs. Yeah. uh, yeah. He's uh he's like the whole
2: team
0: was besides our goaltending. And that's the that's the other thing. Like I I honestly like I look at it and I'm I'm not too surprised that Hart isn't putting up these great numbers because we're relying on our goalies so much. Like, Like it's it's so hard when every game we play the announcers talk about our goal differential and how atrocious it is. I'm not goal differential shot differential. And like, I, I don't know how you can expect a young goalie to be like any goalie to be getting like 30 plus shots a game and, you know, and expect them to stand on their head every single night. And, you know, lead you to victory of course like especially a 22 year old goaltender and in second
1: outshot on the season 500 to 344 just just (laughs) like with no
2: one patrick
0: yeah it, it it's it's tough having like the you know you we have these young guys who have so much potential but that that's it it's potential I don't want to hear the word
1: potential anymore Noah that word is banned from this show <laughs> they it's don't go have, time I'm, I'm tired can't... of hearing about the word potential I want to win not... a goddamn Stanley Cup <laughs> I don't give a shit what Travis Sandheim's potential is
0: he's been another disappointment
1: he's been like a he... disappointment since the day he was born <laughs> his mom used to get mad at me on Twitter quite a bit oh, I bet <laughs> I'd be like Travis Hanheim sucks. She'd be like, No, he doesn't. I'm like, yes, he fucking does, bitch. Open your eyes. But uh, <laughs> God, she used to get mad at me. I think Connectney's mom follows me, uh, which she must be pleasantly surprised because if there's one person I'm super nice to on Twitter, it's Travis Connectney. So I don't know why all their parents stalk me.
0: I remember seeing all of Jim's, uh, all of Jim's tweets about how long it will be until we trade uh, Travis Connectney, and I'm like, dude, just. Give it a break. I mean, yeah, he was a disappointment in the playoffs, but it seemed like every day he had a tweet about Travis Konechny not scoring a goal or getting traded tomorrow. He sucks,
1: too. Get rid of him as soon as possible. (laughs) That hack.
0: I think one one thing, though, I saw pretty unison uh, reaction to was the Artemi Panarin news, though.
1: Oh, good transition there, right? (laughs) Oh,
2: look. He's a pro. He's a pro already.
0: English class in college.
1: (laughs) So, Panarin is, as far as we can tell, being blackmailed by the Kremlin for something or whatever. I'm not up on my Russian politics, as I should be, Um how but now he's taking you. a yeah, it's a, <laughs> taking his leave of absence from the Rangers to go back and fight the Soviets or whatever the fuck he's doing with his time off. I don't know. But uh, if anybody knows and want to clarify and bail me out here, please do. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I got you, Dan. Okay, so he you. so uh, he's he's pretty uh he's been pretty anti-Putin for a while. In fact, in fact, uh, in 2019, Alex Ovechkin was asked by a Russian reporter about any knowing of, of uh, Panarin's agent being a CIA agent. What? Which uh, <laughs> which is weird enough to ask, but like Russians don't really like the CIA
1: or the FBI. Who um, works in the CIA during the day and they're the night gigs being a <laughs> sports manager?
0: I, I don't know. You, Vladimir Putin, please tell me who.
2: The j- My jig is up, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um,
0: but so, I believe I, I saw that um. in January, uh, Panarin, Panarin said something about, like, free, uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, of, blue
1: to do, or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh,
0: with an one, N. one of Putin's uh, opponents, like, political opponents, he said, free him, he's a big supporter of one of Putin's opponents. And so, and now, like about a month later, um, one of his old coaches, who is very pro Putin, uh, um, says that after a game, after a really bad loss, um, Panarin, along with some other, um, along with some other uh, teammates, went to a bar, and when he was nineteen, and he. He then, uh, like, uh, upset with the loss, powerfully pushed this girl, this eighteen-year-old girl, multiple times, and um, and that was kind of the end of that. Then they, well, then uh, the police were. He was he was charged, and then was, and then at the trial they they offered like, like 40,000 euros to get him out of trouble and cover it up.
1: Hmm. And
0: so now this stuff is coming out and uh, it, probably Panarin's going back and going to probably try and get his family out of Russia because if, if anything is known about Putin, he can make people disappear without a bling, without batting an eye, so that's kind of what i Can he I'm... make
1: Travis Sanheim disappear?
2: <laughs> Can he make Nathan Patrick reappear?
0: <laughs> VladimirPoon at gmail.com
2: <laughs> He's going to listen to the show and he's going to fucking take us all out. Be
1: careful. we all all getting random car accidents in the next few days. It's no, Don't jinx it. Fucking Noah's fault. <laughs> you just spoke it into
2: existence. Um I, but... I don't know
0: anything. <laughs> uh the the guy that uh the guy that Panarin uh the guy that Panarin uh talked about was uh Navalny. That was close. A- o- Alexei Navalny.
1: Noodle really was close.
2: <laughs>
0: you were really close.
1: Noodle was an N.
2: Mr. Noodle.
0: <laughs> Something like uh, a, I, is that, that. That Doodle Bob, SpongeBob. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, I mean, like, obviously, if if there were any truth to this, obviously, I think people would be quick to not, you know, follow Panarin anymore. But this, this very clearly, just looks like it was staged by the the Russian government as a spear camp smear campaign against one of his most like vocal opponents in America. Well, I mean, like
0: one of one of the biggest problems I have is that like I mean there are no there really are no court documents that have been produced. Um and I find it weird that out of anyone to to come out and talk about this, it's not the it's not the alleged victim who comes out and says Artemy Panarin assaulted me ten years ago. It's his coach his old coach, you know, and it it just, it just doesn't seem, I saw someone say like, how can you guys, how can you guys like Artelio Panarin? Like, don't you believe the victim? And, and, and it was like, I, like I would believe the victim if the victim would, you know, come out and and say something, but we haven't had that yet. There's the only real evidence we've had that Artelio Panarin did anything was a coach who has very differing political ideology supporting a man who has changed so many laws in Russia so far um, and can have people killed almost at will, Uh, you know, a guy who likes that, who likes that man seeing one of his former players who doesn't like that man saying that he did something kind of, doesn't sit right with me.
2: Yeah, and there have been no corroborations to this story either. Like it's it's just the word of this coach. So, yeah, I'm I'm not inclined to think it's anything other than Putin retaliation after Panarin, you know, posted on his Instagram that he was in support of the other guy. And I think I did read today that Par- Panarin was afraid that something like this would happen. He just like didn't know what it would be.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the coach, I believe the coach wasn't even there. He heard about it too. So it's all like hearsay accusations against him. I mean, I, if, if it comes out that Artemi Panarin did push a girl forcefully and assaulted her, then a hundred percent, I will say, I will go back on my word. And, and then Artemi Panarin is a scumbag. But until we have evidence that I think shows true um, like true evidence of a crime. I'm not going to believe. I'm very skeptical but that, that this is a real thing.
1: On the flip side, he plays for the Rangers and they love themselves some scumbags.
0: <laughs>
2: true. I mean, they did rid themselves of Tony D'Angelo finally. But they don't Fuck get brownie yeah. points for doing it so late.
0: <laughs> well, they also... I like how they, they came out in... They came out in support of Panarin a lot faster than that whole awful fiasco on Zoom with uh, Keandre Miller, where yes. if anyone doesn't know what happened there, um, someone got into the chat and wrote the N-word like a billion times and just kept sending it. So they they were faster to say that they believe ourtain panarin um than to, to say that saying yeah. the n-word to a black player is wrong
1: ah professional hockey
2: not even <laughs> that but the like the response that they had to the keandre miller situation like the statement they put out was just like so mediocre what? and it was like 3 days after the fact
0: and it was it was also during like the height of like this this whole like racial like pro like the whole protesting the Black Lives Matter and on and, you know I believe they were I don't even remember if they even like I remember everyone was like bashing these teams that weren't making statements and I don't know if the Rangers even made one, one or if they finally caved and a hundred percent it would have been like oh we we believe Black Lives Matter remember and that the was a liar
1: statement. Racism bad! Period! Exclamation point. That was it. It's like, oh, good job, boys. Wow. Really thought that one through, didn't ya?
2: We did it, Patrick. We saved the city.
0: (laughs) We stopped racism. Racism is no more.
1: Yeah. This show took a dramatic turn, real quick. We had to bring down the mood, Noah. It's all your fault.
0: I had such a great segue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to what? <laughs> <laughs> well, from one area to another. Where, where do we where do we go
1: from here? <laughs> Damn, what's next on our agenda?
2: <laughs> I mean, we play the Rangers next. <laughs>
1: yeah, they play the Rangers on Wednesday so night.
0: Ice Aaron can't freeze heart and, you know, become... So that p- heart can't become a topic of more contention because i don't know how many people i saw tweet after that shootout and they're like Hart didn't even move it's like that's kind of what good players do to you know goalies especially young ones it's kind of the point of being really good
2: yeah he's not he's not typically one to make these these highlight reel plays because he's always in position yeah. So he's just making normal movements. Like you're not, you're never going to see him dive across the crease. Unless That's like once so bad movement. about Hart right now
1: it's like, you can rely on him to be one of the best positionally sound goalies in ever maybe. And I haven't seen that all year, even going back yeah. to very early in the season. It just, he never felt like he was comfortable. You know, he never got in that groove. He's had some good games, but overall, he, he never felt he was there. And last night was like the peak of all that. I mean, he was just not moving. You know? it's I just, this through. was like Brian Elliott on a bad night kind of thing, where he moves like a fucking cruise ship you know, from side to side. To goddamn <laughs> slow. Except this was Carter Hart. You know, one of the, I don't it was the McAvoy goal or whatever. Just standing right there at the top of the circle, pretty much unblocked. He's just oh no it went past me like fuck off carter try a little harder god damn it but um
0: i I wonder how much having no fans has impacted because we saw last year how like carter at home and carter away were like two completely different goalies yeah and and so i kind of i i could be completely wrong but i got the impression that heart fed off of the Flyers fans heart fed off of us. And I mean, which isn't a bad thing at all, a lot of players feed off their fans. And I mean, just as it seemed like Hart was starting to like get better at, at like being able to play on the road, then he's, then he's now tasked with having to play with no fans at all. And I, I got to wonder how much, especially for a young goaltender, like getting used to like, that many people like watching you and cheering you on and then just suddenly they're pumping in noise you you look out there and you don't see a single person except for this 7 foot orange fluffy thing diving into ball pits and getting p- <laughs> portraits made of them like that's, that's gotta be really jarring
1: that is the lone bright spot to this season has been gritty <laughs> oh, you gritty, gritty.
2: gritty is nowhere near the ice they cannot see him Um, but yeah, I I mean, you do wonder, but like at the same time, like he's not the only person going through this, like the entire league is adjusting to this. Um, but I think another thing that we forget is that like, we've, we've been hyping up this kid since 2016. So for five years now, we've been riding the Carter train and we've just expected him to become... A, a Vezina level goaltender like that because of just how he dominated in, in juniors. And that's that's just not the case. Like he's a young guy. He's gonna take some time to develop. He's not Carrie Price yet, but he's gonna get there one day. You know, even Carrie Price looked bad in his what 22 23 year old seasons. Like he'll be okay. But I I don't I just don't think this this is something that's gonna last. But I am concerned that if he does, like, fall back in, into that, like, home road split. Like, I do think there's some truth in the way you're saying, Noah, but, like, it's just not C- – Carter Hart being a home goaltender only is just, like, not feasible for an NHL roster. Uh, and, like, uh... what are you going to do when we do that winter road trip to, uh, like, along the west coast just start brian elliott every single game they did that game. last like, year and they got shelled every single
0: that. night i mean if i i i talked about like like you look at some of like these other great goals like roberto luongo in his age 22 season he was like i think he had like i mean i i could be wrong but i know he was below 500 quite like substantially i believe he had like over double the amount of losses as he did wins his age 22 season, Kerry Price in his age 22 season, he didn't make it through the playoffs. Cause that was the year that, um that uh what's his name? um, Halak just yeah. went yeah. off for the Canadians. Uh, at, before getting uh, ousted by us going to the Stanley Cup uh, finals. Dominic Koscik wasn't even in the league until 26. And even then he was, he was seen as a low level backup for the blackhawks. for the blackhawks longquist wasn't in the league at at 22 2001,
1: like one longo uh, seven, two uh, three uh, uh are you sure you're... i'm doing math hold on <laughs> <laughs> That would be, uh... uh, mm. So, based on my calculations, (laughs) Luongo had a lot more losses than he did wins when he was 21, 22, and 23. Somewhere the amount of a little versus a lot, but addition is just not going to happen in my head today, especially when we're talking numbers that big. So fuck him! He wasn't very good. (laughs) Just wanted oh, know, to fact check it, Noah here with my.
0: The numbers in the the numbers in the wing column are are smaller than the numbers in the
1: lo- in the loss column. That I can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> that's
0: that's all I need.
1: And not not the uh, brightest moment there for Dan the Flyer fan or the history of this show, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, that was too funny. <laughs> last thing, crowd noise. There was no crowd noise last night. No piped-in crowd noise. It was phenomenal. It was great. I it think sounded the, great. The best thing that the NWHL did was have no crowd noise. And it was phenomenal. You can hear the game, the skates, the coaches, the pucks of sticks, the communication. It was fantastic. And the fucking NHL is just piping in this fake crowd noise. It sounds like they're in a 100,000-seat stadium in the fucking Silverdome out there, Astrodome, whatever the fuck it is these days. Silverdome Nastra. Anyway, they're in a 100,000 seat stadium and it's just a bone empty. Nobody's in there. And it's horse shit. But they went I out don't... there in public didn't make a single noise and it was great. Do it more often.
0: I'd rather hear the players curse at each other than uh than this fake crowd noise that every time I start hearing the Let's Go Flyers chant, let's go. Flyers. I'm just like it just feels so forced. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I love, I love hearing the chance. I love hearing the chance normally, like when there's actual fans in there, because then like you'll get the, like the asshole chance for the refs or the ref you suck chants. But And like, you- obviously you go to like different places in like Nashville with their, uh, with their chance of like letting goalies know whose fault that goal was. Um, but it's, it, just feels so forced, and and it doesn't it doesn't feel right, hearing it this season.
2: How could Carter Hart be bad at home if they're piping in the fake crowd noise? Those are the fans hyping him up.
1: Yeah, no <laughs> one.
2: Theory's falling apart
1: here. <laughs>
2: I'll
0: pack my bags and go. I I obviously <laughs> was, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I cracked
2: the code. Um,
0: but me.
2: <laughs> I I honestly didn't even notice that the the crowd noise was missing. I just kind of tune it out whenever I'm listening to it on TV. Like I, I don't know why they need it to run TV.
1: It's so goddamn loud, and annoying.
2: I just I don't know why they need it. Like we know that there's no fans there. They know that there's no fans there. I like think who they are need they it fooling? So <laughs> you
1: don't catch any cursing is I think why they need it. Because the N W H L happened a couple times. you're silent you here. Fuck! And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that would work on a national broadcast. It's one thing when you're doing it on Twitch, but I don't think it'll be great, you know, when you're on national TV. So that's probably I why remember. they do it. But. That makes sense.
0: I still remember when uh, when it was the uh, the Flyers-Penguins alumni game for the 50th anniversary season, and they were interviewing Boosh as he was Live playing. Live while
1: playing, yes. Live yeah.
0: while playing. I think it was on a penalty shot, and Boosh said, like, fuck or something. <laughs> it went... When the guy was coming in, it's like, that's what I want. I want to hear the true feeling behind these people. Like, I loved hearing Alex Petrangelo yell, oh, boy, when he saw Nathan McKinnon coming down the side. Because, I mean, my reaction would have been like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, what other reaction do you have to Nathan McKinnon streaming down the left side, right side of the boards and just sniping one?
2: Yeah, I think that would be my reaction, too. I'm really excited. I just got, uh, I, order, I ordered from China uh, a McKinnon reverse retro. I just have to hope and pray that it doesn't come out totally mangled.
0: McDavid 54. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, really? That's what I'm gonna end up getting.
0: With the U- with the U.S. numbers on Yo, it.
2: <laughs> for 30 bucks, I'll take a gamble. <laughs>
0: a little too rich for my blood for a gamble. <laughs> I have a couple of fakes, but they're they're like pretty sound.
1: I don't own fake jerseys.
0: I didn't expect that's not the th- brand. I only have I only have two and um I have two Gretzky ones and I'm looking to get real ones for him. So
2: yeah I try to buy real ones when I can but these reverse retros are sold out. Like, everywhere. Most Vargas ever has them. Oh, for, like, other teams and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, other I teams, they're gone. Yeah.
2: I also can't justify spending $250 on a jersey that, A, doesn't even fit me to begin with, and B, I probably won't even wear that much. So.
0: I justify it to my parents all the time. I need it.
2: <laughs> I need it. Yeah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> I uh, <laughs>
0: no. only get... There there are three that I want to I want to get the St. Louis one which I believe is still on fucking ugly. Oh,
2: I hate I those. Love,
0: I love it. It's uh, I want I want them to complete the whole set of the clown jerseys. <laughs> I want a yellow one. Please <laughs> no. I have I have the blue, I have a blue Pareco one which is Those ones are rough. ugly too.
2: No, I like and, the blue ones. I but there's no reason that a team called the Blues should have a red primary jersey.
0: But... <laughs> um, but I want—I want to say I, I really want. I would do ungodly things to get an LA Kings one. I think personally, they're my favorite of the re- reverse retros, and I, of course, want a Flyers one.
2: Yeah, it's purple. I got—I
0: got in some hot shit for saying that. The Carolina Hurricanes are overdoing the Hartford Whalers stuff.
1: They don't do it enough. They don't do it enough. I'm with oh, no, the whole I, fucking team back to Hartford for all I care.
2: Rename oh, them. I, I, Who needs the Canes? Bring I would, back the Whalers. I would be
0: 100% for that. But my problem is that, like, like they. they like, What other NHL team has done a full on, like, other teams' jersey? Like, even the with. Colorado Avalanche! I knew you were going to say that, but. The pro- the thing with Colorado and Minnesota both did throwbacks to other to other franchises. Colorado still had their their actual colors. They didn't have uh Quebec Nordique colors. They had their dark would have better. And the um it would have been. I'm not denying that, but they at least gave it a Colorado Avalanche twist to it. Minnesota
1: Do a had, Red Whalers jersey, that's fucking sacrilegious.
0: Well man. Maybe not like a red Whalers jersey, but I mean, like, at least have some sort of Carolina Hurricanes identity on nope. there.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what they should have like done with the Minnesota jersey.
0: Well, Minnesota has the wild logo on the front.
2: No, one, they you know? do, but, I, but they should have used, like, the, the North Star N in like their current wild colors that that green and yellow just looks ugly on the wild logo the
1: subway jersey i begged it for those green and yellow reverse retro wild wild jerseys they're the best things the (laughs) wild have ever done as far as jerseys are oh they're so ugly
0: (laughs) do you remember that that M they have on their shoulder or had on their shoulder i don't remember if they i don't know if they still have the m on it i that would have been kind of cool to see the m in the in the uh, yellow and green Sort of like an homage to the North Stars with like the logo. Have like a star at the top of one of the points on the M. I
2: don't know. I think that would have been cool. I think my favorite reverse retros are Calgary's. Those Blasty jerseys are just. Oh,
0: I got those. Hot take. I'm the biggest fan of Blasty.
1: Fuck off, Noah. You're full of bad
2: opinions
0: tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't hate them, but I. I believe on the original yeah, Black Jerseys, the bottom, the bottom of the sleeve was like red. Yeah. And on these ones, it's all black. I don't like the all oh, black. Oh, I love that. Oh, it looks I
1: great, all so black. Hot. Yeah, it looks yeah. great.
0: I think I would have rather had red on the on the sleeve. Also, that's why I don't. That's why um, I love the New York Rangers ones as well. But like on the original, I believe they had they they had red on red the bottom sleeves, the sleeve, yeah. and it's all just dark blue. And I I'd rather see the all black on the blasty jersey than the all blue on the Lady Liberty. So I mean like besides like those are just kind of minor details. Except of course when you're talking about the Flyers reverse retro, then the then the white bottom of the sleeves is I
1: hate those ungodly. white sleeves. Even in the beautiful setting like Lake Tahoe last night, those white sleeves were still fucking ugly.
2: I don't I don't hate them as much as ever like like they're not they're not great. But that, that just I don't, seems to be a staple them. of They've Flyers kind of just, jerseys looking at my collection in the corner. that just That's just, like, their thing, is, like, changing up, like, the bottom corner of the sleeve. So, like, I'm not surprised that they did it, but it, like, doesn't look the best.
1: I don't hate them as much as I did when they first came out. I'm just kind of used to them now, but I still don't like them.
0: You
2: see, yeah, I,
0: I just – I wish that we could have, like, a, a true retro back to that era. Like, I'm not going to lie – I hate the Flyers home jerseys. They are one of my what? least favorite. Good take. In the, Good take. They're in, They're one of my least favorite. And honestly, a huge reason why is the orange they use. If they used a burnt orange, they'd instantly be yes! much better.
2: Noah, you've I, redeemed yourself, my
1: boy. <laughs> You're digging <laughs> your hole further in my book.
0: I don't know <laughs> what person I, – I mean – uh, besides Dan apparently who thinks that the current Flyers orange is better than a burnt orange like oh, it just God. looks nicer like i love the burnt orange on the stadium series jerseys i mean the stadium series jerseys aren't the 100% best <laughs> but,
2: dan, dan but, is
0: upset but the color on of the orange <laughs> as dan pouts in the corner <laughs> the burnt orange is beautiful
2: Yes. <laughs> Dan. Dan has left the chat. No, after I, after I totally after. agree with you, Noah. I think that burnt orange is is beautiful and should definitely be their their primary color. Orange. Um, I I think their primary jerseys, honestly, one of my favorite jerseys they put <laughs> out last year uh was the, the, like the winter classic jerseys they had like if they did that in a darker orange beautiful Ooh.
0: beautiful Mwah. yeah <laughs> i'm so upset that i don't i don't have a winter classic jersey that fits me still
2: uh-huh. dan has put yeah. on his uh home flyers jersey in protest is it, is it your uh, is it your game
0: worn Moran jersey
1: this it was the issued Sam Moran oh, that issue to jersey, the worn was over there yeah. oh that
0: yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, I. I wish I still had my. I wish I could still fit into my Winter Classic jersey. I got a Pronger jersey. Fun fact: It was the first jersey I bought myself. Well, mostly by myself. And. Um, I don't
1: know if uh, I have any Winter Classics to sell you here. Let me see. Check my. Uh...
0: <laughs> they asked the broke college student to buy a jersey. <laughs>
2: My winter classic was, well, I guess it was technically the, uh, it was their alternate the year that I bought it, but I got it for Christmas one year. I didn't buy it, actually. But it was the first jersey I ever owned.
0: Fun fact, my parents took me out of school early to watch the game.
2: (laughs) That must have been nice.
0: Love you, Mom and Dad.
2: (laughs) Wait, they took you out of school early. It was the winter classic.
0: Well, yeah, but it was the second, it uh, it was January 2nd.
2: Oh, it wasn't New Year's Day?
0: No, it was January 2nd.
2: Oh, that's beat.
0: Yeah. It doesn't I,
1: look like I have any more winter classics. I think I sold them all.
2: Womp womp. You're shit
1: out of luck now.
0: No. Oh womp. It's okay. I'm a broke college student anyway. One day.
2: I did think,
0: I did think hard, long and hard about if it was worth it to DoorDash $10 worth of food to my dorm.
2: I feel you. That's a struggle. <laughs> I miss
1: those days. I was u- usually doing, you know. Actually, we're not even gonna get into this right now. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> on that
1: note, everybody, on
0: that note, we're gonna we're gonna do a smooth segue somewhere else. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Any other shitty takes you got, Noah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keith Deando should be a flyer.
1: <laughs> that is true. He should. <laughs> Keith Handel um, and Louis Erickson, bring him
2: over. No, him. this yeah, is not well, 2013. I, think, listen, I don't Jeff want any. Jeff
0: Skinner, bring him all. Yeah, no. Louis Erickson, Lucic. I, I'm no. pretty sure James Neal got waived, so why not bring him in? Um. No. Cody Cece. No. You know what? You know what? I always find funny though. Within like a year or so, the Penguins chose. They chose this. They brought these guys in. They brought in Erica Jack Branson, CC, Mike Matheson, and um, uh, Jack, Jack Johnson. Johnson. Jack Johnson. It's beautiful. And that, and just imagine that decor. Mwah, beautiful.
2: <laughs> those, those are the Flyers' defense from 2013 right there. Those That's guys.
1: Probably That's probably better. Well, hey, we are not put, talking put, shit on Bruno Gervais on this show.
2: I refuse. Put some
0: respect on third overall Erica Branson's name.
2: I am talking shit on Nicholas Grossman, though. Okay, that's fine. I don't care about him.
0: <laughs> By the way, when you're gone, you're cut out staring into my soul.
1: He's,
2: back <laughs> he's gone, but he's never really gone with the cutout. He's
0: never gone.
1: I got an email from the Phantoms that they're taking him now, so I might have to get another one for to keep other Daniel uh company back there.
0: Okay, wait. I was so upset buddy. that Zayd Wisdom wasn't given a shot. He's looked he's looked pretty good.
2: Did you a. see
1: the person that said that they wouldn't Matt Strom in the lineup last
2: night? <laughs> <laughs> who? See that. who said that? I don't
1: remember who it was. Just some random fucker on Twitter. But he's like, they called Matt Strom. They should play him. And it's like, no, actually, they should not play Matt Strom. You fucking idiots.
0: I'm the fourth Strom brother, and I think he should play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I yeah, I don't know why they didn't give wisdom a chance. My guess is just because he's doing so good in Lehigh, they didn't want to disrupt him. Um, would be the, the thing I could think of. But yeah, the fact that he wasn't even included on that trip among all the call ups, where they decided Matt Strom was a better option than Zade Wisdom. I don't know, but he... he's been uh tearing it up. Wrote a piece about him today.
0: I saw that, other that...
1: underage I... players that in the AHL. Yeah, I think I've
0: always found that interesting. I mean, obviously, you got to have some sort of way to.
1: There's far more it to it. that yeah. than I thought there was. When I was researching some of that stuff over the weekend, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't just cut and dry as it seems. There's all kinds of uh, different uh, details of that whole thing. You can read about it. It's up on brotherlypock.com now.
0: Yeah, it was, that, it was a good article. Go read it. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Noah. No, really um, need, um, you're I really needed your backing on this one. I
0: I plugged mine. I'll plug yours. (laughs) Okay,
1: thank you. (laughs) Uh, That screen melting hot take coming tomorrow as well. That'll be. Do you uh, think
2: we see him in the lineup anytime soon?
1: Wisdom? Now that people are coming back from COVID, I doubt it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Isn't isn't Tyson Forster? He's injured, right?
1: He snapped his leg. Yeah.
0: Oh, nice. Beautiful.
2: Yeah.
1: Lazinski came back over the weekend though, so he's done. He's down there. But
0: I'm surprised. How's uh? Oh wait, isn't Wade Allison's also injured? Isn't he?
1: He's yeah. He's on the shelf with whatever the fuck he's on the shelf with. He and <laughs> I think Ratcliffe is still out as well. So, I Rat- the, that was this was the, this was the uh, Phantoms home opener this weekend. So it's on the Service Electric here on on cable, and I was watching it, and I'm like, who the fuck? It's essentially the Reading Royals roster with. <laughs> I think it was Wisdom Lozinski. Uh, Hogberg and like Zamul were the only people worth the shit watching that game. And I'm like, who the fuck are the rest of these people?
0: Where's Felix Sanchez?
1: <laughs> he was on the uh, taxi squad. For whatever yeah, he reason. Was in, he was on the taxi Yeah, squad. he was in and Tahoe. He got sent down today. Um, yeah, I, why? I don't know. I don't know if Lion was involved in all this or not, but it seems weird that they carried four goals. Maybe they wanted to play him on the fourth line, too, at some oh, point, yeah, and they Lyon just couldn't get through with
0: it. Playing on the taxi squad. I forgot Lyon is still in the
1: system. He haunts my fucking dreams, does Alex Lyon. I,
2: I forgot about Alex Lion too.
0: Alex Lyon, he, he looked promising that he could be, like, I don't know, maybe a a, a somewhat competent backup and just turn into... I don't know. The guy you he's want. He's
1: an AHL guy. That's just that's want, what he is.
0: Yeah, you want him on your AHL team, but...
1: No, I, I don't I, even want him on my AHL team.
2: Well, I no, never, I never him, want to see Alex Lyon again.
0: Why we traded Anthony Stolarz?
1: I'm still salty about that.
0: He's
2: not any better either. Shut up!
0: You shut your mouth, Katie! <laughs> yes, he is! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm always looking about that. And I, 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 I loved Stolarz. I still get updates about whenever he gets moved from the AHL to the NHL over in Anaheim. And I'm like, damn, he could have been ours. I'm
1: still so He was ours. After all these years. It's been like three years
2: now. Why? <laughs> Why do you like he him He was so the much? hero that we all
0: deserve. <laughs> he was one of the eight. Was he? <laughs> he was yes! one of the eight. <laughs> yes.
1: One of the eight, what? <laughs> the goalies that played for him. The eight
0: year. goalies in one year.
1: They made yeah, history that's with this that's team. That doesn't no <sighs> I mean we want Calvin
0: Pickard record that everyone knows. history.
2: You look at some of like of the of the Flyers. Uh, I never, I never. I wrote a big see any of the goalies <laughs> that were in that rotation again, except Carter Hart.
1: I wrote a big piece on Stolars, how he can be the backup of the future and the guy and the dude, Like three days later, they traded him. Like you bastards. I
2: they they saw your piece and they were like, "Shit, he's they're onto us." <laughs> if
1: Daniel thinks it's a good idea, Dane, we gotta get rid of him.
0: Dan's getting a little too happy about this team. We gotta <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta put him back in his place. How dare you get excited about anything? Gotta so piss hard. him off again. I'm gonna trade him for Cam Talbot and then treat Cam Talbot like shit for three months to a point where he doesn't even want to resign, despite being best friends with Carter Hart. Go up there and play in the fucking tundra of Calgary.
2: I there too. didn't cam
0: talbot like after we got him didn't it take like like five years for him to play for you us he
1: played like two games because they kept yeah, was not here and long. uh and lion i believe yeah. they just told talbot to sit in the press box and he was, hey heard. talbot we want to resign you to back up heart and he said no fuck you i'm leaving you treated me like shit for three months
2: why would you do that i can't <laughs>
1: imagine why i
2: don't mind i like brian elliott Brian, Brian Elliott's been awesome. Seven hundred
1: years old and he's still playing fucking goalie.
0: Wait, did you see it's better my, than Cam Talbot? Did you see my tweet and uh, at Christmas time he he's the uh, he's the elf from Fred Claus. <laughs> he's like the head elf from Fred Claus. You you should go look at that.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google
2: it. Who, Brian Elliott.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Brian Elliott looks exactly like the elf from Fred Claus, and I. You can't tell have me. Have you seen that
2: movie? <laughs> I don't know.
1: The elf. No, I I drive I to look up elf? Up. Fred Claus uh, Elf. There's a whole bunch of Head, them.
2: head elf. The head, head guy. Um, the head guy. Oh, I, I kind of see it. I kind of see it. Okay. Head
1: elf. If I get some weird blowjob here, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the black guy? <laughs> No. Like a black elf. <laughs> I don't know what uh what search engine you're using, but I was <laughs> able to find it on Google <laughs> rather quick. <laughs>
0: I, I do see I do see it, here, Noah. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna DM. I DM'd you the tweet I made about
1: it.
2: Brian Elliot is just so wholesome. He should be in a Christmas movie. <laughs>
1: Let's see here. Ah, that guy. Yeah, I did not see a picture of him on the Google page. Yeah, kind of. If you squint real hard.
2: And you're Honestly, not wearing contacts. Looks,
0: like the most, looks the most dad-like of anyone in the NHL. Like, he looks like he's about a 45-year-old dad who's just...
1: Because
0: he is. Who wears those, like, like, knee-high socks while barbecuing for the family. On, like, June 16th.
2: (laughs) You know who looks ancient? Alex Ovechkin. He just let his hair go all gray, and he has not turned back.
0: Alex Ovechkin's a a fucking legend, man. He he is such a great character. I hope hope and pray that he plays long enough to break Gretzky's record. He 100% deserves it.
1: Well, we fucking hit a wall now, haven't we? Right, <laughs> about Algosovitchkin. So get back on the Russians here.
2: Well, it all roads <laughs> lead back to Mother Russia. <laughs> Aaron's
0: agent being in the CIA.
1: <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll call it a night. We went far longer than I wanted to take this anyway. This was supposed to be a half-hour update, and we got talking about jerseys in Russia. Thanks, Noah. Wait to bring man. your segue skills to the table here. Um <laughs>
0: This, my college English classes just are too good.
1: Not bad. I was sober and you didn't suck that bad, so.
0: That's oh, all I can ask for, Dan.
1: You're better than Steve ever was. Steve.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Snapple Hold Apple. Out. Beat him in fantasy this week. A couple weeks ago, he beat me by one point. So I got my revenge and ended his undefeated streak. So, <laughs> Steve, you suck. Dan the Flyer fans back on top. God damn it. And uh I'm
0: awful. I've not been looking at my not been updating my uh, my roster. I just put out McDavid and hope that he can like
1: I rage you know, quit for a couple of weeks because half of my roster was on COVID protocols. so it wasn't worth it. But now that everybody's coming back, <laughs> I'm back on top. <laughs> to the moon, as the kids say these days. I guess. I'm not I, I don't know. I'm, I'm the a kid.
0: <laughs> Dude, aren't you like, like a couple years older than, like a few years older than me? Twenty four. You're only four years older than me.
1: I'm gonna be twenty five in August, and I'm, I, I, I'm uh, already having a midlife crisis about it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be twenty one in May, and I already just feel like I'm at the end of, <laughs> I'm at the end of the times. This
1: is, this is yeah. the
2: end of the road.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm old. Twenty
0: one's kind of the cutoff, and then
1: nothing fun ever happens
2: it all gets down it all goes downhill from there no it's fine it does
1: yeah it doesn't get any better
2: it does not get better
1: enjoy your next People month give, it
0: gives me great hope <laughs> you guys are you guys are so if there's so... one
1: thing this show is about it's inspiring hope
0: it's about reality of the situation the, youth, the, youth, the next generation
1: they the flyer fan inspires hope that's the fuck. my documentary coming out soon.
0: <laughs> you gotta you gotta make some sort of picture, to make that your banner. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Alright everybody, we wrap this up before Noah takes me off topic again! Your performance is dwindling. It's okay, you're lying out like a C plus now. <laughs> and... Hey,
0: that's good enough for me.
1: Good. That's fine. Okay, everybody. At, at, um, uh, I don't wanna plug my stuff first. Katie you go first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You caught me off guard. Okay. um, You can find me on Twitter at, at Nolan Patrick, but the A and Patrick is a four.
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Flyers24, but the instead of uh, an F, it's a PH because I'm cool like that.
1: Everybody comes on here and has to explain Dan their Twitter handles. It drives me absolutely nuts. Nice.
0: Also, read my articles on uh, on Brotherly Puck. I have a German hockey article and about, <laughs> four, about four or five different Flyers redrafts.
1: <laughs> he knows what's up. I like this guy. He knows how to promote. Oh, God. It's Nolan Patrick, but you have to change the form. Manny does the same thing. It's Manny Benavides. M-A-N-N-Y. And it's like, Manny, just change it to something that everybody knows. Why do we have to spell it in our Twitter handles? Damn the Flyer a fan. Boom brotherly puck, brotherly underscore pod. There would have been an underscore in there, but some jackass has brotherly pod who never actually tweeted anything from it. So it's brotherly underscore pod and hard countdown underscore because the original one's in Twitter jail because I told Devils fans to fuck off one time. So there you go. There's this my Twitter's <laughs> Find them all, and then follow me, and then follow Noah P H L Y E R S twenty four, even though he's twenty for some fucking reason, and Nolan Patrick, but the A is a four, and that's Katie. All right, <laughs> everybody get the bed.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, Wait, something. Dan, one, I feel like I there's just a lot of oh. there.
1: <laughs> it was too quiet of an episode. I had to get it out somehow
0: this is saying the flyers jersey suck Dan's getting his angry ready for the next angry negative there is
1: no more angry negative show show's cancelled it's done it's over Uh, no more (laughs) we don't talk about it (laughs) god damn it every show is
2: the angry and negative show as long as I'm around
0: (laughs) Dan's always the angry negative show on his
1: own (laughs) Did you have anything else to say Noah you ruined the outro again Third time. I'm counting now. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll try this again Wednesday with Anthony. We got some guy on. I forget what his name is, but it doesn't matter anyway. And uh, I don't know what's going on after that. I don't know. Wait and see. See if if Jack Eichel's a flyer before the end of the week. If so, we'll definitely do a breaking news or something. But until uh, until next time, everybody. I'm not even going to edit that out. Fuck it. Until next time, goodbye and good night